Hi, everybody. So today I'm going to be talking about screwing up. And sometimes whether it's intentional or unintentional, we make mistakes and sometimes we screw up. So here are five ways to fix it. You ready? The first one, own it. There's nothing more frustrating than when someone refuses to take responsibility for their behaviors and actions, especially when those behaviors and actions caused harm. While we're so willing to overlook or forgive an error in judgment or a transgression, we tend to hang on to it much more tightly when the person who caused the harm refuses to own it. So instead of blaming, making excuses, getting defensive, ignoring it, or assuming the other person doesn't need an explanation or an apology, take responsibility for the part you played, whether it was intentional or unintentional, and just own it. When you do, you'll notice the whole issue can go away and and be dealt with and healed so much faster. And when you don't, the other person wants to almost prove it to you. Yes, you did this. Can't you see the hurt it caused? Whatever they're going through on their end, it's exhausting. So just own it. The second one, use their language. Gary Chapman, the author of The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts, explains how there are different ways to communicate love. And the secret to a love that lasts is found in communicating in the way your partner wants and needs to hear it. So when you're trying to fix a major screw up, the same idea applies. It's not about communicating your awareness, understanding, or apology in a way that works for you, but in a way that'll resonate with the person you hurt. Do they need a kind gesture or a sincere apology? Convey the message in a way that works for them. This always reminds me of home improvement. You're like, what? <laughs> Let's just say you have a home improvement job and you have a hammer and you insist on using the hammer. You're like, nope, I will fix this using a hammer when you need a screwdriver or you need a drill. The idea is you need the right tool for the job. You need to know what tool you need to appropriately deal with that issue. Same thing. What is that person's love language? What do they need? Speak in their language. The next one, remorse, empathy, and restitution. According to the dictionary, remorse is deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. Empathy is the feeling that you understand and share another person's experiences and emotions. Restitution is an act of restoring or a condition of being restored. So when it comes to fixing a major screw up, these three conditions work beautifully together and lay the foundation for forgiveness. Now, sometimes an action can't be fixed, but is there something you can do to show your willingness to right the wrong? Here's where these three together, what they may sound like. I'm so terribly sorry, remorse. I understand why you'd be upset. I get it. And I'd be upset if you did that to me, empathy. What can I do to make it up to you, restitution? <laughs> this reminds me, I used to, uh, you know, Adam and I have been together for over 33 years and he is the reason why I'm doing this podcast and what I've why I've learned so much about betrayal. But back in the day, um, I remember, I'll never forget because we would have the same fight like a hundred billion times. And- uh, it got so frustrating that he just didn't get what I needed to hear that I actually made a list on the, <laughs> on the closet door. And it was a combination of remorse, empathy, and restitution, like what I needed to hear. So when I would, he would do something and then I would confront him with it. Instead of hearing anything, I would just put my hands to my lips as in shush. And I would walk him to the closet door, point to the closet door and pretty much it would be written out. The script would be written out. Say this, please. Just 
say this. And, and it, it, over time, it kind of worked. All right. So the next one, learn from it. Our actions emerge from our current level of awareness. When we're coming from a place of fear and lack, our actions will represent that. But when we're in a place of love and abundance, our fear, our actions will represent that too. A major screw up is most likely coming from a place of fear and lack. If it's coming from love and abundance, it would most definitely be unintentional. In either case, learn from it to make sure you don't do it again. Did you act without thinking, fail to consider the consequences or the person's needs? Did an inflated ego or pride cause you to say or do something you now regret? Maybe learning from it and implementing a simple rule like would I like that done to me? If the answer is yes, do it. If the answer is no, don't. That is really how I live my life. Before I do something, I always, it's just, I guess it's, I've done it so often. I just don't even think about it now. And I'll ask myself, will this hurt somebody? If yes, don't, you know, don't do it. If no, it's okay. So please don't do the same thing a hundred times. What it does is it makes the person on the other end feel that they're not important enough for you to change that behavior. It's something as simple as leaving your socks on the floor, leaving the toilet seat up, whatever it is. If the person on the other end has to say it to you so repeatedly, they don't feel important. They don't feel heard. Just do it. And the last one, self-forgiveness and paying it forward. Once you've taken responsibility for your actions and behavior, communicated in a way the person you hurt will understand, you were remorseful, empathetic, you offered restitution, and you learned from it, there are still a few more things you can do. Forgiveness takes time, along with consistent effort to repair the damage done, so have patience. The bigger the screw-up, the longer it can take, because the person you hurt may be reeling from the shock, pain, or anguish you caused and has to find new footing as they readjust to what they've just experienced by your actions. This process is now about them as they learn what role they may have played, what changes they need to make to feel valued, safe, and secure again. While they're working through it, healing, changing, and growing as a result of what they've just been through, now is also the time to work on self-forgiveness. Sure, you may feel guilt and shame for the pain you caused, but that doesn't help anyone. Forgiving yourself allows you to use what you've learned to grow, become a more awakened and enlightened version of yourself, and use your new awareness to not only ensure it won't happen again, but to help others by what you now see so clearly. Paying it forward by preventing someone else from experiencing that pain doesn't mean you didn't cause the harm, but may just be what's needed to prevent someone else from causing or being the recipient of a painful experience. Paying it forward also contributes to the greater good, and that's what life is all about. So think about something that maybe you did and maybe you learned from. Is there someone you can share that with so that maybe they won't do it, or maybe it could prevent some some further harm? Everything, you know, it, this, is, this is always just about growing, learning, and evolving. Will we screw up? Yes. Can we do everything we can to right the wrong? Yes. So just do what you can. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.